Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Ready. Get up. Hey. Let's get it on. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler. Wendy's Big Show, serving up hot and fresh, live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Steve Sparky Fiver, former Packer, Badger, Detroit Lion, Colts legend, Gary Ellerson. Colts legend. That's that's awesome. I I am proud of you, man. Mm -hmm. That's a great deal. Uh, coming up in one half hour, Ron Pitts, former Packers cornerback, uh, will join us. Follow him on Twitter at RonPitts28. I don't know if him and Coach March are still doing their podcast uh, or not. I looked uh, on the website to see, and the last podcast I saw was like in February, heading into free agency. So maybe they're just taking some time off uh, before the season begins again. But him and uh, Mike Martz, the former Rams coach, do a, a, did a podcast together all of last year. Very, very entertaining and funny. Um, so uh, we'll see if uh, he's still doing that or not. Rookies report today in Green Bay, uh, and this leads to this question. What are your expectations for wide receiver Christian Watson uh, this season? What are your expectations for wide receiver Christian Watson? Now, again, we're not talking about Romeo. We're not talking about the kid from Nebraska or Danny Davis from Wisconsin. 
talking about Christian Watson specifically because I think that is where kind of all the um, eyes are focused because they moved up in the second round to go get him, Gary. And anytime you move up to go get somebody, I feel like there's an additional little uh, spotlight maybe on you and how you pan out going forward. Well, anytime that you get rid of your number one receiver, and then, yes, and in fact, you move up to go get a guy, there's a lot of pressure for him to at least do something. And I, I, I think you're, you're drafting this guy to come in and play for you right away. I think you're, you're drafting this guy to, to come in and, and to perform. I will say this, Steve. You talked a little bit about um, rookies reporting. And I remember when I came in and reported, because you already had a couple mini camps. But what you're trying to do right now as a rookie is build on what you've already did in OTAs and try to sharpen your skills and try to be ready when, in my case, Lynn Dickey or in his case, Aaron Rodgers come into camp. You're trying to just soak up all the knowledge that you can. Make sure you got your playbook. Make sure you got it. You're not going to know everything. Are you going to make some mistakes? You are. But you got to limit the number of mistakes that you make, especially in his case. I, I think they're looking for some sort of production. I mean, I know you talked about Sammy Watkins and and maybe he could do, but when you move up and go get a guy, and I think they had targeted him all along because they, they weren't going to, it felt like they weren't going to move up to go take a receiver in the top 10 when all the receivers were start going. They just said, okay, we're just going to stand right here. We know our guy and we're going to take him. When you move up to take a guy, you gave up a draft pick. I think that's, maybe that's added pressure for the Packers. I don't know if added pressure for him. I, they need someone to take the spot of MVS. And I think maybe he's that guy that can do that, that long ball hitter right away. And to me, when you're running a goal route, Steve, that's the easy route. Because if you're running all that underneath stuff and then you sneak a guy behind, that's the easy route to catch. So for me, uh, he's got to come in, understand uh, the playbook, and not be nervous. And then re- when the veterans get ready to come in, be ready to go. So what are what what are we talking about with expectations? Are we expecting him to get eight, ten well, touchdowns, a thousand yards receiving? I mean, where where are we as far as I mean? I'm not coming into this saying, oh, no. he's got to be a Pro Bowler in year one. No, like I'm not no. there on that. My, my expectations is higher for Quay Walker than it is for him. Well, that it, has been the, evident. Yes. Right. Well, because they're not you're not hearing that he's going to be a starter right away. You're not hearing that 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 uh, Watson is what not is it is it is it Watson, Christian Watson, yes, right? Correct. Sammy Watkins. You're not hearing Christian Watson is going to be a starter. They didn't trot him out with the ones. We didn't hear any of that stuff. Right. So it, it feels like they're looking for him to be that third receiver if he can. And in this case, that's probably where you want to be. Uh, he's going to play a lot because you're in that, you know, most teams right now are nickel and dime, but it feels like he can be the outside receiver production. I I don't know what the production is, but I think if he can give us, you know, if if, for him, it's going to be probably more like average per catch, right? If he can give you some big plays, if he can average 16, 18 yards per catch will be absolutely incredible. What about the fact that he's not even three? 
Because if Sammy Watkins is Sammy Watkins, and you have him, Lazard, and Cobb, those are your really your three. So, I mean, Perfect. now you talk about him moving down to maybe being that fourth guy that comes in when you're four wide, or, you know, you're going to mix and max, uh, mix yeah. uh, and match packages, I guess. So there's really yeah. not going to be technically a three, four, five, whatever, because guys are going to come right. on and off the field all the time. But right. he more than likely, if Watkins works, is going to be your probably your fourth wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, if that that could be the case, uh, but you're always going to have injuries, right? I mean, you you, you look at Sammy Watkins been hurt a lot, uh, Randall Cobb here is late been hurt a lot, sprains and strains. So you could still have a lot of injuries that that going to upgrade him to be uh, that that number three wide receiver. All right, let's get to the phones. Let's go to – I'll ask the question again here. What are your ask expectations for wide receiver Christian Watson this season for the Packers as rookies report today? The Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com. And you can also tweet us at Big Show Network. Brian, South Milwaukee, uh, you're next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I would not be surprised to see him also uh, get a look on special teams in the return game because, uh, you know, he's got that speed that, that you just can't really coach. Um, and, and like Gary said, I mean, he's going to have to be that guy that's going to have to try to take the top off the defense because um, he's got, you know, again, the, the thing you can't coach, which is speed. Um, they need that, um, especially if they're going to try to go underneath to some of these other receivers like Watkins, uh, Lazard, those guys, they're going to need someone that's going to demand respect over the top and, and, and uh, you know, demand at least uh, the safety and, and maybe another cornerback to, to take a look at him and, and respect that speed. So, I mean, that would be what my expectations were, uh, having him get in the mix, uh, getting him touches in a variety of different ways, maybe being a jet sweep, uh, different things like that, that he can use his speed uh, as his best asset uh, and then get him comfortable with the playbook going forward. So that would right. be my expectation. Brian, I, I like where you're going. Thanks for the call. We'll get more yeah. into this after a quick timeout. Gary, as far as different ways that they can use him uh, with this, within this offense to get the most out of him, we'll ask Gary about that coming up next. Plus, if you want to have a board, you can. Gerard in Delaware is sitting and waiting. We'll get to him straight ahead here on the Wendy's Big Show. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. It all keeps adding up. I think I'm cracking up. Am I just paranoid? Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. The Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, A.R. Adam Roberts, executive producer, other side of the glass. Hey, that Wendy summer strawberry chicken salad is still here. Still waiting for you to come get it. It's the event of the summer. Featuring freshly prepared ingredients like a mix of salad greens, grilled chicken, oven-baked crispy apple with smoked bacon, candied almonds, Italian cheese blend, and to top it all off, Fresh summer strawberries, all beautifully tossed together and served with a side of sweet champagne vinaigrette only at Wendy's. Don't miss the fan favorite, the summer strawberry chicken salad. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. Asking you, what are your expectations for wide receiver Christian Watson of the Packers this season? With rookies reporting today, wanted to know what you think uh, you should be able to get out of Christian Watson. 
Before the break, uh, there, Gary, we were talking about, you know, in what ways do we think the Packers should go about implementing Christian Watson into this offense and maybe different types of packages where you think he could be able to succeed the best? Well, I mean, he talked about it, and I saw him do this a lot. He did a lot of jet sweeps in college. And they also had him at running back in college. So it seems like he's a guy that can do a little bit of everything. Now, he's a little bit too tall, I think, to play running back in the NFL. But it feels like he's a guy they did jet sweeps with him. I think they lined him up at quarterback. Uh, he was at he would line up at running back. So it feels like they can be creative. A, a perfect guy, I think, that can work in this Matt LaFleur offense where he uses a lot of motions and try to use uh, different ways to get guys open. You know, that's the the thing for me is how tall he is. That Does that then limit you from what you can really do with him? I mean, you brought up running back as an example, obviously. But as far as route running and where you're willing to put him, are you less willing to have him running across the middle of the field because of no. his size? Well, he's a bigger target. So, yeah, we'll have him go across the middle. But, I mean, you got to figure out ways to try to – normally taller guys like that don't do well in the slot, but never, never say never. Maybe you can get a guy that can work well, but taller, long stride guys don't wear, don't work well in the slot. It's normally a shorter, quicker guy in the slot. But I still think there'll be a guy where they can move him around or they can motion him into the slot, but now he's on a go route from, from the slot position. All right, let's go to Gerard in Delaware. You're next on the Wendy's Big Show. What are your expectations hey, for Packers rookie wide receiver Christian Watson this season? Well, you just mentioned something about ends around, and Gary can remember this because he was always chasing behind them. Lofton did a lot of ends yeah, around. Yeah, a lot of the house, And he was six foot three. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know what scares me and what's a red flag is bringing John Brown in for a tryout. That bothers, bothered me. Why? The guy played four, four teams last year. I think he played with almost everybody in the NFL. Yeah. Maybe he's a friend with LaFleur. Maybe they have a connection. I don't know. But I think Watson's going to be a, 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 a fling guy. I think that's how Roger's going to do it, throw it deep downfield to him and see, you know, how he reacts to the ball and everything. I think that's what's going to happen with him. But I got, I got uh, two other things. One, one, thing, one thing is about – you mentioned Notre Dame. May I talk about that? Notre Dame, what you mentioned last week, real quick. Um, Notre Dame wants $75 million from NBC. Okay, right. they were getting 15 million to stay independent. Okay, now let's say for some wild thing that happens, what's going to happen then? Where the committee for the final four for the playoff teams are going to say to Notre Dame, and I heard this, we want 20 million for you to get in on that if they do that deal. <laughs> that, that, that's what's going to happen. You know that. And I got Sparky, you have a good time with your month off. And and I got to say this, Packer fans remember this. Dallas has no rings since 1997, but J Lo's got six. How about that? This guy. <laughs> this guy here. Okay, cracked himself. You guys up, have a Steve. nice vacation. God bless you, Sparky. You have. Keep us abreast. What happens? Yeah, hopefully it all goes yeah. well. We'll find out on Monday. Ger- Gerard, thanks yeah. for the call. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. J-Lo got six. He's got, she's got six. Yeah, that's true. This guy. Did, did she get to keep them all, Steve? I wonder. Why not? Well, you know, actually, uh, uh, was it was it Rodriguez? Hey, Rod, yeah. Yeah, they didn't actually get married, though, did they? Um, I, I don't, don't know if he, think so. I don't know if he went that far. I'm sure she got a lot of stuff from him. 
And he got more he got more stuff from her than, than she did from him. Take that right now. Oh no. Alex Rodriguez J Lo engagement ring. Oh really? So he gave her one. Oh yeah, she's got a ring. I, there's pictures. Yep. Oh jeez, okay. Uh, let's see is. here. Uh, how much did Alex Rodriguez pay for the J Lo engagement ring? Uh, this is from 2022 of April 2022. Though the the cut is the same as Lopez's bling from Rodriguez, the cost was much less, coming in at an estimated one hundred thousand dollars. Whoa. Okay, he spent pretty penny on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second. Was that the one from? Oh, wow. Yeah, sure wow. enough. There's a, a thing here on U.S. Magazine. Jennifer Lopez's engagement rings from Alex Rodriguez, Ben Affleck, Mark Anthony, and more. Good <laughs> Lord. Sheesh. Yep. She's done all right for herself, I'd say. Yeah, uh, let's go to Brick in West Dallas. You're next on the Wendy's Big Show with Gary and Sparky. What are your expectations for Packers rookie wide receiver Christian Watson? First, I wonder, I wonder, do you think A-Rod went to the Jewelry Center to get that ring, the $100,000 ring, or no? You, yeah, you bet she did. Yeah, did he name drop you, Gary, and get the discount? Of course he did. That's the only way he got the discount. Yeah. Without the discount. Yeah, he got it for a (laughs) hundred. I just, I, I was hearing you guys talking about all this expectation of Christian Watson, and hope he can do this, hope he can do that, hope he can do Mm -hmm. that, which I think is good to have expectations. But I think he needs to be learn to be an NFL wide receiver first and foremost. Mm -hmm. You heard, you heard, you've heard about guys trying to do too much, and it takes them forever to learn the playbook you know, and get on the same page as Rodgers, if he can't do that and can't be a number one, number two wide receiver first, then he's going to last three, four years, and he's going to be done. He's got to learn to be an NFL wide receiver first. Once he masters that, then you can start putting him in the backfield, put him in that, that wing back spot and moving him around the field and doing fancy stuff. But he's got to learn learn how to be in the NFL at that position first. That's what that's my thoughts on it. Absolutely. And I think that's a big part of it, Brick. Thanks for the call. So I, I was curious. So I, I I looked up the rookie receiving leaders in 2021. Okay? Mm-hmm. So last year, Jamar Chase, 1,455 oh, yards, 13 touchdowns receiving. Off the charge. Not expecting that. No. Uh, Kyle Pitts, now again, tight end, wide receiver, 1,026 yards, only one receiving tight end because that Atlanta team stinks. Uh, Jalen Waddle, Miami, 16 games, 1,015 yards, six touchdowns. Those are the only three wide receivers um, to go over uh, 1,000 yards. Devontae Smith, 17 games, 916 yards, five touchdowns. Amron, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown from the Lions, uh, 912 yards, five receiving touchdowns uh, for him uh, last year. So are are we in that area of 900 yards, or we want to go to the next rung below that? Probably lower. The next rung below that is a steep drop. Then it goes to Elijah Moore of the Jets, who played only 11 games, 538 yards, and five touchdowns. Yeah, I think that's about what you're looking at. Right there in that area. 500 right yards, area. five scores. Right. And then he'll probably, he'll probably have some carries too, Steve. Because I think they are going to run him on some end arounds. You're going to sure that. that makes sense yeah. to use yeah. the speed, right? Yeah, you're going to see that. How much do you think we'll see him as a kick returner this year? And I think you know depends on how that works out. Right now they don't have one. Colin Hill was that guy, so I'm sure they'll slate him into that. So I think he'll have you know total yards. He could possibly the way they use him, he could possibly have about 800 to 1,000 total yards. The way they use now I'm talking about kickoff returns if he winds up doing some of that as well. So all purpose. Yeah, all purpose yards. Yes. Yeah, I, I think for me going into this, I just want him by the end of the year 
to be somewhat of an impact player. So by the time we get to week 12, week 13, you know, we're talking about Watson being a part of this offense week in and week out. That That's right. all I'm looking for, right? Getting maybe three, right. four pass attempts a week. If we can get to that point and he's involved in special teams in some positive way, I'm happy, I think, at that point. I think that's what you'll see. I mean, I, I think you won't see him trying to be, I, I guess, for lack of a better word, a, a Devontae Adams type receiver, what I'm saying, where the game plan is around him. But I think there are packages that they could put in to help him get some touches. Yeah. Uh, Nate the Great tweets at Big Show Network. I look for six to seven touchdowns, seven to 800 yards. Most of all, just catch the easy ones, yeah. says Nate the Great. Yeah. How, how does that change when you get into the NFL? The easy ones, but now you have NFL players looking to take your head off maybe a little bit differently than maybe it was in high school and college. No, it's not. They, don't, they can't touch you in the pros no more. That's not what it used to be. Gone the head hunting the is middle. the head hunting That's is no gone. more. Right. That's gone. Uh, Bobby tweets at Big Show Network: fifty-three catches, six hundred seventy-eight yards, and six scores. Fourteen carries, one hundred and twelve yards, and two scores. Nothing yeah. major. LOL. I mean, That's if he had though. eight touchdowns and th- yeah, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. No doubt. If, if that's what it is, then that that's mm-hmm. absolutely fine. Mark tweets at Big Show Network: Be that deep threat, so things are open underneath. Mm-hmm. So you essentially want him to a degree to replace MVS in that role. That's what you want. He he and Sammy Watkins can f- fill that role. And then you can have Amari Rogers, Alan Lazard doing all your underneath stuff, along with Josiah Degura, along with maybe Derek Daphne until you get Tanya back. Did the, at, Packers, did the Packers just sign a tight end, Steve? Yeah, USFL guy. Yeah. Don't we want to talk about? It? Don't care. Okay. Sal, what's his name? Sal Freyla, something like okay. that. Okay. I didn't watch a a single snap of that league, so I couldn't tell you yeah. anything about him one way or the other. Yeah. He was uh, having cups of coffee around the league last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, maybe he'll turn out to be something. Who knows? I, again, it's hard for me to get excited about guys that I, I really don't know. That doesn't mean they're not going to work out. Just telling you, I can't really give you any information on said person because I've not seen him play. Right. Uh, coming up next, Ron Pitts, former Packers cornerback. Uh, Packers royalty is how Gary Ellerson describes right. him. Right. Follow him on Twitter at RonPitts28. That's next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I can't remember what was said or what you threw at me. Please tell me. Please tell me why. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh. Have you downloaded that Wendy's app yet? That Wendy's app is free, right? Free as me, right? Isn't that a saying? Free as me? I want three. Sure. Um, You can download the app three times. I don't know if it would actually allow you to do that. I don't think it would. I've never tried. I don't think it would, though. Uh, But either way, uh, if you download the Wendy's app, uh, you can earn points towards getting yourself free food. All you got to do is scan that QR code when you go to Wendy's before you pay for your order. And the points will go right to your app. And then the next time you go, you can use some of those points to get one of their different items at different point values. Plus, they also have on the app an offer section, which is completely different than points. That is legitimately free. You don't have to have any points to use any of their offers, so you can use that too. You can use a reward with your points, and you can use an offer, both of them, when you go to Wendy's. It's great. And it's got the store locator on there too, so if you're traveling around the country and trying to look to see where you're going to get that strawberry frosty from at Wendy's right now for a limited time, Perfect. It'll tell you right where the nearest Wendy's is to try that Strawberry Frosty before it's gone forever and you never get another shot at it. So, again, download that Wendy's app today. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, he is former Packers cornerback, as Gary calls him, Packers royalty, Ron Pitts. You can follow him on Twitter at ronpitts 28 and Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Ron, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, how you doing, man? Uh, G- Gary hit me up with that Packers royalty. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows it. Oh, man. Oh, gosh. Hey, well, so, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it, guys. I, so he brought that up earlier in the show to me when we were saying we were having you on. He said, you know, he's Packer royalty. I'm like, well, yeah, I know his dad played. played. He's like, right, so he's Packer royalty. I said, okay, fine. So then I asked Gary a question. He goes, well, I don't know. You'll have to ask him, so I'm going to ask you now. So, Ron Pitts, has there ever been um, any type of want to to work within the Packers organization? Did you ever work within the Packers organization after you were done playing? Would you want to work within the Packers organization now going forward? Well, first of all, I'd like to play for him again because with the veteran minimum that I would get, I'd be set for life. <laughs> and so are my grandkids. That's number one. How about but, that? But, right, right. But my, my knees and ligaments say otherwise, so that's not going to happen. But, you know, it's an interesting question because – you know, there was a time in my life uh, after playing, you know, right when I started broadcasting and I, I felt like I wanted to start getting into scouting 
you know, and so I did some scouting for the uh, NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, you know, which is one of the all-star games uh, post postseason for collegiate players. And, you know, they, it's kind of like the Senior Bowl and, and the Shrine game and all that. And it was fun. I really liked it. And so, yeah, to answer your question, you know, if the Packers have a spot open and need a scout, I, I, I would go out and scout for them and, and work my way up from there. Yeah. So, Ron, over the weekend, though, we were talking a little bit about UCLA and USC joining the Big Ten. And we were also yeah. talking about how, how that came to be. And, and really, what what are the, some of the advantages of UCLA and UC, USC joining the Big Ten when really they were the big dog out there on the West Coast? You know what, Gary, like we were talking about, this is all about money. Uh, UCLA, and I'll take it from the UCLA side of it because I'm a Bruin, it, you know, they're losing money. They're losing money at, at the ticket turnstile there. It, you just don't have the same type of flow uh, of fan base coming to all of the games that you had back in the day, and there's a lot of reasons for it. But one of the biggest reasons is a lot of people can't find Pac-12 football. And I think this goes back to some mistakes made when the Pac-12 network assembled years ago. And there were some promises made uh, by the commissioner there, Mr. Scott, uh, to each Pac-12 team. And a a lot of those, those promises didn't come through. And the biggest one, the biggest mistake I, made, I think they made was not being able to get into the, the uh, direct TV pipeline. They were supposed to do a deal where, you know, like other networks will do and other stations, they will show up on the direct TV platform. And mm-hmm. my gosh, everybody seems to have direct TV, right? Okay. And, but they never did that. And, and they had to settle for a cable platform and cable over the last few years has died out. You know, if I'm talking from 10 years ago, it slowly died out. And so less and less, fewer and fewer people could find the conference games. And that hurt money in the back end. So where I think this is going, guys, is this is about money for the schools, uh, for the Big Ten. Hey, they bring in the number two television market in the country with USC, UCLA, and some very high branding and a lot of tradition with both schools. And it helps the Pac-12 schools, USC, UCLA, because now maybe they'll get people to go to the games if Ohio State is coming out, Michigan's coming out, Penn State's coming out. Well, you know, people are going to want to see that, not to mention the amount of transplants that live out here now that are, hey, He's a Buckeye, you know, they're Buckeyes, they're, they're uh, Wolverines, they're, you know, they're Nittany Lions, they're going to come support their old schools. So all the way around, I, I think it's a good move and it's, it's a win financially. Go ahead, Stevie. Uh, you brought up, you know, if I could play a better minimum, but what could you make now with an NIL deal at UCLA, Ron Pitts? <laughs> Oh, what, does could, it, what could you make with an NIL deal anywhere? Right, right. right. I mean, doesn't this really kind of change the game? We had Tom Oates on earlier from the Wisconsin State Journal and Madison.com, a retired yeah. columnist, uh, and he kind of went after the Badgers a little bit and said that, you know, they're they're kind of behind the times a little bit here and how this whole NIL deal played out while every, all these other schools are all over. And Nick Saban said, I think they had over $300 million, I should say, in NIL deals last year. There's no chance the Badgers are close to that. Uh, but how do you think this changes maybe the landscape of college football, knowing that 
I, I'm going to bring up SMU, but they're just flaunting it out there, pretty much saying, oh, now now we can do it? Watch out. Um, so knowing that, <laughs> yeah. like Miami, Miami's spending a boatload of money right now, and it's going to put them yeah. back on the map probably. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned Miami, and they've, they've I want to say now it's two former UCLA players uh, that they've, they've swayed out that way through the help of NIL deals that have transferred out there. And that's, that's been big for them. So I'll give you the positives of it. Um, I, I think it puts money in, in student athletes' pockets that, that, that deserve it. Uh, I, I understand what the NCAA has tried to do for years. And Gary, you know, we, we've grown up in this system. We, we know what their intentions have been. And I think in some areas, they've probably gone overboard with that and, and handcuffed the, the student athlete a little too much. So I think that part of it is good. And I'm going to throw out here the USC receiver, Mario Williams. Uh, he, he, quote, unquote, made a million dollars in NIL deals. And that was part of what brought him out you know, here to, to California. So that part's all good. Here's the part I don't like about it. I don't think enough was done initially to educate uh, the student athletes on contracts. Because remember, when, when NIL deals happen, basically anyone is free to go after the, the uh, student athlete and make the deal. Well, there's contracts involved. And I don't think enough of these kids understand contract language, contractual language. Like, for instance, the term in perpetuity, meaning forever. And so if you sign something and it's got that word in it, depending on where the arrow is pointing, you are on the hook forever with that entity. And that, that can have really bad ramifications if you're not careful and don't read the rest of the contract. So I, 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 some schools are doing it and schools do have some educational vehicles in place, but I think they need to treat it like uh, almost like study hall, you know, you come into school and they're going to make sure that everyone understands the eligibility rules and what it takes to stay eligible from year to year, from game to game, you know, month to month. And, and, and you have to go to study hall classes. You have to do this. You have to take this counseling. You're assigned a counselor. I think they need to ha- have the same type of system of solidification in, in, in place for these these athletes because you just can't throw them to the wolves like that and say, Hey, yeah, go ahead and, 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 and get all the shoes and, and clothes and, and, and NIL money and property that you can acquire. And you know, we'll worry about everything later. You know, a lot of these guys don't even know about taxes. You know, the yeah. tax, the tax ramification alone is, is a problem that you have to be on top of from, from the start. Right. Well, let me ask this. How do you feel so far about UCLA and their use of the NIL? Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Gary, because my, I've got a son there playing right now, and he, he comes home with you know a pair of sunglasses and some nice sweats and a, a little, uh, little bag of, of tea and coffee that you know, my wife just loves, and they're all NIL deals, and they're all 100% legal. But we grind them, you know, no pun intended, because we right. say, oh, wait a minute, what did you sign? Do you know what you signed? Can, right. I, can we see the contract? And his mother's an agent, and my wife's an agent. So you know, we, we have the advantage of being a step ahead of it. But there's a lot of families that, that don't have that ability to 
check and, and double check, you know, what, what that person has signed, what their, their student and, and son or daughter has signed. So that's, that's my only concern with it. I mean, it's, we, you know, we've got a couple deals and every school is going to be different. There's some schools like the USC's and the Miami's and a couple others that are going to be very aggressive. They're going to push the envelope on this NIL stuff and legally they can. And then some schools I think are going to be more conservative in nature with it. And they, they may not. I, I think thus far UCLA has been somewhat moderate to conservative on it, on, on pushing that envelope. So we'll see. Talking with Ron, Ron Pitts, Packers royalty, former Packers cornerback, uh, joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show. Check out him and Mike Martz with their Run It Again podcast. That's runitagainpodcast.com. They do a great job uh, there. So make sure to check out their podcast and follow him on Twitter at ronpitts twenty eight. This whole thing with UCLA and USC and now Big Ten and all of that stuff, from a recruiting perspective, right? Put NIL aside. Just from a recruiting perspective, yeah. I argue that USC and UCLA probably benefit from this more maybe than the other schools probably do in the Big Ten. How do you view it? Mm, not not sure. Uh, I, I know this. Okay, yeah, it's easy to have a kid fly out to the West Coast in February and then put a you know letter of intent in front of them, okay? When, when it's seventy two degrees and the palm trees are swaying, so on and so forth. I and it's get five that. degrees here, right? <laughs> right, it's five degrees yeah. back there. But the beauty of what I, I think this is going to be, which one day, and, and and Gary, we we have talked about this. It's going to be a super conference. I think you're going to have three super conferences, and that's what this is is heading to. You get to see USC, UCLA play Wisconsin, play Ohio State, play Penn State, play Michigan, you know, play, play Iowa. This is going to be amazing football. And I was joking with uh, one of the uh, members of my, my golf foursome, you know, at the Pack the Hall of Fame tournament a couple days ago, and they said, yeah, well, you guys, uh, you better get ready for some smash-mouth football. And I said, you're right. We better get ready for that. Because we know what we're going to see, and that's that's good old school Big Ten from the heartland football, and that's the way it should be. That might make UCLA and USC better. And on the flip side, and I know Ohio State throws the ball, but the, the, those schools better get ready to see the ball in the air because that's what we do, you know, out here. So either way, man, it's going to be good. It's going to be good television. It's going to be good football, and there's going to be a lot of money made for everyone involved. And I would ask you this then, because I, I'm assuming this is not over. I mean, there's got to be other teams within your conference that that wants to move around. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So the the two that come to mind right away are Oregon and Washington. And, and I think you mentioned this this past weekend, Gary. The branding alone with Oregon, right? The Nike presence there with Phil Knight, so on and so forth. That's Big Ten's got to want that that dollar sign in, involved, okay? And then in Washington, they've got a historic program. Um, and if I look at it from a TV standpoint, not a lot of TV market exposure there from Eugene, Oregon, but there is for Seattle. You know, that's a top 20, 25 um, marketing city. So, yeah, I think those two teams might have to think about coming in. Uh, Utah, where does Utah go? I, 
I don't know what they consider coming. I think the Pac-12 is going to get completely realigned eventually. And I think teams like Boise State will be a part of the Pac-10, Pac-12. They should have been anyway. The San Diego States, the Fresno States, those teams could make up what is called the new Pac-12. And then the question is what happens to the Arizona schools? I think, and I think Colorado, boy, I'm not sure why Colorado ever left the, the, the Big 12 in the first place. They mm-hmm. just feel like more of a Big 12 team. But T- totally agree. That's just my opinion. Yep, no, totally agree yeah. with you on that. Uh, you know, the other thing, too, uh, from a basketball perspective uh, and, and looking at oh. the Big East – uh, where Marquette plays, you know, there's oh. there's a lot of talk and speculation about maybe they go try and get Gonzaga or something along those along yeah. that angle to try and really now get aggressive on getting teams that are pretty much basketball only. Now, see, now you you jump into a whole nother deal with this, and this is why it's so intriguing. What about basketball? You mentioned Gonzaga. The, the the best small school, one of the best small schools in basketball in the country. All right. And they need to be in this conference if you if you want to maximize your dollar just for the way they're playing. And I could probably pick two or three other, you know, quote unquote, smaller schools on, on budget on paper that way. But definitely big schools when it becomes when you start talking about how they play. So. This is going to, guys, this is, I think, again, this is heading to one thing sooner or later. There's going to be three superpowers, as, as they say, conferences. And that'll be it. It'll be SEC, uh, it'll be Big 12, and it'll be um, Big 10. And maybe the, the ACC will combine with SEC, and that'll be, I don't know, but I think it's going to that at some point. There he is, Ron Pitts, former Packers cornerback, Packers royalty. Follow him on Twitter at RonPitts28. I think I need, like, the serenading horns or something. Every time you come on, we can play, like, the horns when you come on type deal. Or the Ric Flair music, maybe, when he would come in. Run it again, podcast.com. Him uh, and, of course, Super Bowl uh, champ head coach Mike Martz. Again, runagainpodcast.com to check their stuff out. Ron, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, guys. You guys have fun up there in the uh, in the heartland. Always, always nice to come back there and visit. You betcha. Take care. There he is, Ron Pitts. Follow him on Twitter at Ron Pitts twenty eight on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider's hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him eight hundred forty four Pride or go to SchneiderJobs dot com. That's eight hundred forty four Pride or go to SchneiderJobs dot com. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Brittany's Big Show, serving up hot and fresh. The Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson on a Friday, the weekend. Almost here. Almost here. Perfect time to enjoy that strawberry frosty at Wendy's. Time to enjoy yourself is built in. You're welcome. They're so rich and creamy, a straw just won't cut it. And finishing one, well, it's going to take a little while. So, check your watch. Is it press time yet? And by that, we mean it's the time for a moment with just you and your frosty. Kicking back and doing... Whatever goes best with the best treat of summer. These strawberry frosty treats are going fast. So when it's time for frosty time, choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Again, a limited time only. Uh, Wanted to play this for you. Saw this on social media last night. Adam went through and kind of edited it up a little bit. Uh, Did you see Marjan Beauchamp uh, and 
what he did for his mama. Here we go. I actually spoke this into existence. Yes, he did. Yeah, so yes, I gotta find that tweet. I had tweeted this out. I'm gonna get my mama house speaking into existence. Like, oh, yeah? Three months ago. Oh, you found it? Love oh. it. People have money. Yeah. Spoken in existence, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like three seconds. One, two, three. <laughs> It was pretty cool. Uh, Marjan Bochamp was in the garage, uh, and the garage door opened, and his mom was on the other side. And then he came out with the the whole deal, the keys and everything else. That it was pretty much her house uh, at that point. Uh, and that is something I think uh, a lot of kids dream of doing, probably for their parents um, that you know maybe struggled through hard times or whatever else, and now being able to repay their parents, Gary. Yeah, he's talked about living in an apartment all his life, and they were finally able to get, buy his mom a home. Yeah, I mean, that's that's special. I mean, that, that's truly special. That is awesome. And again, uh, with the money that everybody's making nowadays, uh, I can t- definitely understand how you can do that. Coming yeah. up next, is it all about championships every year for every team? We'll discuss. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 